Today we're back in the sales lab and I want to talk about, let me see if I can say it. Today we're talking about rejection. <laughs> oh, the word is so hard to say. Shouldn't be, man. Rejection, man, we, we rejection in sales, we feel it all the time. And rejection is actually a good thing. It doesn't feel like it, but it's a good thing because, dude, that's where the growth is at. But it's hard because the rejection stains the soul, man. Which is why many people can't make it in sales. And it's not just bu- just because of the rejection, but it's the stories we tell ourselves of the rejection. And there's a good book that I read, To Sell as Human. And I think everybody should get this. This is by Daniel Pink. And all of, the, all of his books are good. But this one is really good, especially for salespeople. Uh, but for people in general, because his premise of the book is, is, is selling is human nature. And in his book, he's, uh, Pink talks about that, that salespeople, they, they, they make a good career out of sales. And the reason why they stay in it so long, the reason why they're so, they're, they're, they're so prosperous in it is because of buoyancy. See, see when something is buoyant, what, is, what does it do? It stays afloat, right? I mean, if, if uh, like a beach ball, you, you push a beach ball, it's buoyant. If you push it underwater, you can hold it down there. But it's the minute you, uh, you move your hand, it pops up. You look at those buoys out there in the river or in the ocean, these things that just go tossing around. I mean, they, they can get, storms can come and they get beaten and battered, but they stay afloat. Well, great, great salespeople, do they have that same buoyancy? All kinds of shit can hit them, but no matter what the elements are, they seem to stay afloat. And they stay afloat. They, they do well. It's not because they, they're injected with some special sales gene, like they were just born a sales baby. No. Great salespeople stay buoyant because of the stories they tell themselves. Damn, dude, I, I've I've met some amazing salespeople who have it who had it all. I mean, they they had the looks, they had the swag, they had the technical know how. Dude, they could put on a class on how to sell, but when it came down to actually doing it, they couldn't make it. They couldn't make it in the business because of the rejection and the stories they told themselves of the rejection and the defeat. So they didn't make it. And the stories that you tell yourself depends on three things. And Martin Seligman, the the psychologist, came up with the three Ps. And the stories that we tell ourselves, the more that you own the three Ps, personalization, permanence, and pervasiveness. See, the more you own those those three Ps, the harder it'll be for you in sales. Hell, the harder it's going to be for you in life. The first P is personalization. The first thing when, when a customer when a customer uh, buys elsewhere, when when they blow out, when they hang up on you, what's the first thing we do? We personalize it. It's as if we're in the tar- tattoo parlor with the with the customer, and the customer just leans leans over with one of those uh, mechanical ink things, whatever the hell they're called, and they tattoo "loser" on our eyelids. Dude, we personalize it. We think the universe is just conspired against us, that we're just, you know, I, I didn't make this sale, so now I'm just a piece of shit in life. No. <laughs> and, and we think that we think the world's working against us now. All of a sudden, we, we, all of a sudden, we think we're getting these shit leads, the bad credit, upside down customers. We think that we've lost our touch. We, we think that we don't have it anymore. Man, stop it. If, if, if I were right there in front of you, I'd do like Cher did in the movie Moonstruck where she slapped the shit out of her friend and said, snap out of it. <laughs> you want to stay in the, in the sales game? Man, stop personalizing the failure. The only thing you need to do is just look at your process. 
Look at your process. Maybe you're skipping steps. A lot of times you start skipping steps because you, you want to hurry up and see what you got. Maybe you're asking limiting questions. And so instead of building, asking questions that build your sale, you're, you're asking limiting questions. What do you owe? What's your credit score? How much per month? How much can you put down? See, if you're asking those limiting questions, then what happens is, is you're limiting your sales career too. Or maybe you're just working too fast. And yeah, you can work too fast because a lot of times, look, in negotiations, a lot of times salespeople, they, they, they just want to get a resolution. So they fly through the process. They skip. I mean, they actually, they make all the steps. They do the process, but they work so fast because it's that fear that's making them work fast because they just want to hurry up and get a rejection. It's a weird thing. I, I don't know. But, but we'll fly through something. We'll, we'll, we'll sit them down. We'll ask them to buy. And they say, no, I'm not going to do it today. And we turn around to the manager. See, told you. It's because you're working too fast. There's a timing element to this too. And so what you've got to be able to do is you've got to throttle your sale. Sometimes slow it down a little bit. Sometimes speed it up. You, you've got to constantly be aware of those things. But so instead of personalizing something, uh, your, your failures, look at your process and analyze it. Analyze it, dude. Don't personalize it. Now, what's the second story we tell ourselves? The second story we tell ourselves is uh, it's permanent. <laughs> permanent. Permanence, man. That, that's Seligman's uh, second one. Second P. And so both hands raised on this one, man. We, 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 think, we, we think the rut has now become a grave. We really believe that, that whatever's going on in our lives, that it's going to be permanent. That's going to be forever. Dude, look, it'll, it will be permanent. It'll be permanent if you walk away and, and just if you walk away and quit. Never make a, a decision. Never make a big decision when you're in a valley experience. So, okay, you're in a valley experience. Things aren't going your way. Okay. Jumping ship and going somewhere else is not the answer. You're gonna run into it again. Or the other thing is 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 thinking that it's gonna last forever, man, that's gonna eat you alive. Look, nothing stays permanent. Nothing stays permanent. Now, not everybody's built for sales. So, if 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 you think you're not in, uh, you think that you're not cut out for sale. If your if your reasoning is because you think that this is just going to last forever, that I'll never sell a, a customer, then it's too soon. You've got to, again, you've got to look at the different things. Look at what's not working. Look at your different processes and realize too, man. Okay, I'm going to have to slap shit out of you again. <laughs> Realize with a backhand slap that nothing is permanent. Okay, good or bad, nothing stays the same. But the first thing you got to do is you got you got to stop telling yourself of this forever story of permanence of failure. It's not going to happen. Keep going, but change the story. Now, <laughs> with all this slapping, man, you're making my hand tired. But I got one more in me, and the last P, and that's pervasiveness. And pervasiveness is, is we think when one area happens, one bad thing happens in our lives, one bad thing happens in, 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 uh, in our profession, and all of a sudden we think we're just a bad human being. Dude, it spreads like, like the wildfire in Southern California. And, and we look at it and we think that, okay, this just marks me as a, as a bad person. Look, going through failure doesn't define you, but it can refine you, man. But you got to draw out the lessons. But damn, to think that one bad day, one bad week, one month is just, it marks you as a person. And what happens is, is we do this. 
Okay, so we we it, we're having a bad uh, we're having a bad month in sales. So what happens? We take it into our personal lives. It becomes pervasive, and we take it into our personal lives, and we just shit show our personal side too, and we blow up and go off on everybody. Or the other side is is we break up with our boo, or uh, you know you and your bae are getting into it, and all of a sudden it sloshes over. It becomes pervasive into your sales career, and all of a sudden you're just blowing out customers left and right. You're just really super edgy. But the reason being is because you've owned that story. You think now that it's pervasive that everything you do, it, it, it just bleeds on. Here's the thing. Now I've had I've had uh, you know times in my career where things weren't going well for me professionally. But personally, what you got to do is it's going to slosh both. Rarely is something going wrong in both areas. So if it is, it's because you've marked it that way with pervasiveness. But find a good area. So say, for instance, if there's something good going on in your life personally, then keep building that up. And what it'll do is the good that you do personal will spill back over and, and will spill over into your sales profession. But on the on the flip side of that, too. Say something's not going right for you at home, but realize the good that you're doing for your customers out there when you show up every single day. So build stock into that. And what that'll do is it'll cut off, it'll cauterize the, the pervasiveness. It'll cut that side of it off. You, you, the good that you're doing for your customers, you'll feel better, you're being more successful, and it'll slosh over into the uh, personal side of it also. Now, there's other things you got to work on as well, but it's not pervasive. It's only pervasive if you allow it to be, uh, to be that way. I'm telling you, man, your, your power... Your power is in your speech. And whatever you're, you're going to profess, it's going to manifest. And you got to be careful with the stories that you tell yourself. I need you to stay in the sales game. I need you to stay in the sales game professionally, but also personally too. This is a rewarding life that we have. And sales teaches you so much about life. But you got to stay booyah. And the only way, dude, you're going to be able to do that is because you got to change you got to change the narrative that you're telling yourself. Remember this. No matter what happens in life, life's all negotiable. And the greatest sale that you're ever going to make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Until next time, I'll catch you back here on The Sales Life.